0: Hi, welcome to the Pelvi Biz Podcast. Are you a pelvic health PT or OT struggling to start your own practice? This podcast helps pelvic health PTs and OTs get out of debt, gain the income they desire, be able to treat patients without insurance restraints, and learn how to create time freedom for yourself and your family. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly al founder of Ortho Pelvic Physical Therapy pelvic health business grower and Biz. Over the last two years, I went from a solo entrepreneur to a seven person team and counting. I'm here to help provide a clear path to grow your pelvic health business as fast as possible so that you can gain the time freedom, decrease debt, increase income, and live the life that you desire. Before we get started today, make sure you click the link in our bio to grab your ticket for Pelvi Biz. Now let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to Pelvi Biz Podcast. I'm your host Kelly Alhui. Today we're going to talk about how to do an annual annual review. So, do you guys do an annual review on your business? You're probably thinking, Kelly, what the heck is an annual review? Well. That is something that take your business. Typically I do this either in June or I do this in December and I take the business and I look at it and I compare month over month. Where'd we start? Where are we at now? What's trending? What's not trending? Where's the vision? Like, what is my vision? That's a big thing. Do you guys have a vision board? A vision board is massive every single day. I look at my phone probably at least 50 something times, and I have a vision board that is on my phone. Like it's on the home screen, and it's on the screen that has all the apps. And the reason why I do that, because every single morning, what do we do when we wake up? We look at our phone. Well, I'm trying not to now, okay? (laughs) But most of us look at our phone. We go to bed, what do we do? We look at our phone. So if I'm gonna constantly be looking at something daily, well, then I want it to be something inspiring. I want to be able to have dreams and be able to keep reaching that. Some people like think like, am I ever going to be satisfied or am I going to keep dreaming? No, you want to keep dreaming. I think we're built to dream. I think once we actually stop dreaming, that's when things actually start to fall apart. I really believe that. There was even like a case with someone recently that I was working with and she's like, Kelly, I'm good. I've made it to the top. Like, I'm good. This is where I want to be. Like, I don't want to push any harder. I'm good. And the second she did that two months later, she's asking, she's like, Kelly, I don't know what happened to my business. It's going downhill. Our numbers are going backwards. Well, it's because we stopped dreaming. We stopped desiring uh, certain things. It's okay to desire a bigger house, another car, a time with your health. It's okay to desire that and keep desiring that there's nothing wrong with that. But once you actually stop desiring something that you actually want because you're like, you know what? I should just be good. I should just be happy where I'm at. Well, that's great. You can be happy where you're at, and that's cool. Like you can be a hundred percent content. But there is something inside of us I truly believe that allows us to kind of light a fire underneath our butt and say, you know what? I'm gonna get my head in the game and keep my head in the game. There's one thing to get your head in the game, but there's one thing to keep your head in the game. And sometimes it's harder to keep your head in the game than it is to get the ball rolling and get your head in the game. So You know, what is it that you're desiring? I think that's huge. And be very honest with yourself. Don't put down half of your goal. Like literally, just say what you want. Just say what you want and put it down. If you want a $10 million home, you should put down that $10 million home and a picture of it. Go on Zillow, find a $10 million home and slap it right on your phone, okay? And look at that thing 50 times a day. Because guess what? I truly, truly believe being an entrepreneur, you can make anything happen. It's about belief and it's about setting those expectations and those goals super, super high. And the people that I feel like don't get to where they want to be is because they're not dreaming large enough. And that fire isn't as fiery because it's not, it doesn't drive them as much you know, and it doesn't have to be home. It could be family time. It could be, like I said, just having time for your health and just being able to, to go for a walk. Like those are big goals. Those are actually my dreams. Can I actually take care of myself? I mean, that's a huge one. You guys know people that have been following me. I struggled with my health big time. You know, I could just, for me, it's so frustrating because I want to do more. My brain wants to do more. My brain's like help more and more people. My body's like, What are you doing, lady? Slow down. And it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. So, you know, I'm in it for the long run. So, you know, I got to take it easy, but I also like to push, but I've learned there's ways that I can push and there's only so much I can push, you know, and that's okay. I'm still going for my big goal, but it just may be at a different way that I was thinking about doing it. It may just have to be modified in a different way. And that's okay. Based on the energy that you guys have, based on the goals, whatever it may be, right? And that's a a okay, okay. So let me backtrack a little bit. Okay, so vision board. Vision board is very important to put on your phone. It's consisting of maybe anywhere between six to nine pictures. Put it on your phone. Find pictures on the internet, and then what I like to do is take replace actual pictures on my vision board that have actually been taken like in real life. And that that to me then gives me confidence to then go out and continue to do what's on my vision board and continue to push and continue to make my business go forward. So, you know, you guys all know this. When you're in the grind day to day and you're just like doing the thing, you don't really pause and think, hey, let me audit my business and see where I've gone. Like not a lot of us do that. We're just like, okay, next thing. What do I need to do next? Okay. What do I need to do next? Okay. Where's my time going? Like that's the stuff we're thinking about. But if you take a second and go, wow, I look at my phone every single day. And on here, I have that I was actually going to hire. Like that's on my vision board is to hire people for pelvic Biz, And I already, I hired one person. And I'm about to hire the second person. Okay. And so that was on my vision board. And I'm like, wow, that actually came true. And I took a picture with my new hire and I'm smiling. She's smiling. And it's just like the best thing ever. I'm supporting more women in the community. It's just awesome. Right? So... It just is like super amazing. So that's number one. You got to have a vision and you got to be like, okay, this year I'm going to hit these things. And it's got to be a big vision. And guess what? If you don't hit it, put it on next year's vision board. But at least every single day, you're looking at it and you're saying, this is my why, especially when times get hard and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this today. Or, oh my gosh, these people are driving me nuts. We'll just look at your phone and say, all right, this is what I want. And if, it's, if you want it that bad, then you'll do whatever it takes to get there. You truly will, truly believe that, okay? So vision board's huge. The next thing is numbers. Numbers don't lie. So you have gotta look at numbers. You have to have monthly stats. You have to look at how many patients are coming in the door, what's the average visit rate, which is how many evals you have divided by the number of visits you have per month. That's gonna give you the average that one patient is actually coming into the clinic. Okay. So that's a really important number to know. You also want to see how many cancellations you get. You also want to see the conversion rate over the phone. Like when your admin or you are talking to people on the phone, how many people are actually calling? And then how many people are actually converting to, yes, I'm coming in the door. So that's a really important number. Okay. What else do I want to say? you want to have a call log you want to study where people are coming from so you want to study is dr smiles referring 10 patients a month well if dr smiles is referring 10 patients a month then you need to go hang out with dr smiles and say you know i really appreciate everything can't wait to keep building our connection and our community and really just keep nurturing that relationship you also need to know that dr sad over here is not referring patients and why is that and then potentially can we have some kind of conversation with him either online or in person or something like that so that that way when you look at the call log you're saying okay who's our referral sources and how am i not going to waste my time when it comes to marketing you also want to look at the drop off so you want to make sure you're looking at who's dropping off when are they dropping off is there a certain time frame? So are they dropping off after the third visit? Are they dropping off after the fourth visit? If they are, what system then are you going to put in place after the fourth visit that's going to actually recapture these patients or going to help continue to nurture these patients so that they understand the value after that fourth visit. We also have, like we do a referral program. You guys may, or you guys may not do that, but we like to reward people for referring to us. So, that being said, we will do a drawing at the end of the month for that. We'll also look at package sales. So, we do packages, we do it many different ways. If you guys have heard my stuff before, that's a whole other podcast. But, package sales, like how many packages do we sell? If we didn't sell any, well, then that tells me I got to train my staff more on how we can actually sell packages better. If we did, you know, four or five or six, well, great. Well, then we're doing good. Okay. What else do I like to look at? How is overall just the the vibe of the clinic? Like that's another thing that I take note of. Like how is everyone feeling? How's everyone doing? How's everyone's health? I think that's very important to me. You know, is there an empty spot on their schedule that I actually want them to go like for a walk? Is there a time where I want them to do some stretches, you know? how overall has our weekly meetings been as well like is there something that was brought up there that i need to change because we meet weekly to discuss patient cases to help better each other and like hey maybe you can try this with this patient or maybe this would be good with this patient and just discuss cases and also like different surgeries that come up you know that would really help progress my clinicians and then also the patients as well so just overall are you assessing? in auditing and reviewing your business how are things running how are the systems the systems are the most important thing so if you know someone's out if your admin's out or if a pt's out how does that work what happens if the admin or pt is out what happens Do we have systems in place that there's automatic answering the phone or they're gonna be getting a text message? Or is there something where if a PT is out, they automatically shift the patients over onto another PT schedule to take off for the day and then maybe some extra patients at the end of the day before and after. Like, what is it? So I think, you know, that's really important to to audit. How's that going? Overall, you gotta audit your profit. Are you making any profit? To then be able to sustain the business to, you know, hire people or pay rent. Like, what does that look like? Overall, you need to audit your health. I think that's very important. Audit how you feel. Audit what makes you feel like what's stressing you out and what makes you feel okay. So let me give you an example of this. Something that, let me think about this. So so like, if I get something like, let me think what's going to stress me out. If a patient is unhappy because they have to pay a late fee, sometimes that can stress me out. (laughs) So when that happens, what system do I have in place that's actually then going to allow me not to stress out about that because either maybe I have an automated response to that. And sometimes you can't. I mean, sometimes there's just like, you know, you never know what someone's going to say. Or I have like five templates to that. Of how to respond to that and i pick the best one so then that way i'm not stuck going um um um, i don't know how to respond to this what else what systems do you overall have in place when things when things happen that's i mean that's the biggest biggest thing i would say is like i think when i first started out as a practice owner i had no clue about systems people said systems and i'm like what the heck who cares about systems like whatever but i realized systems actually get your time back systems are things that when employees have questions, they can go back and look at the systems and trainings and stuff like that, and then go look at that to get their problem solved. They can also know what's, they know their roles are well-defined because of a system. Like it's very clear on what they should be doing because there's a system in place. So it leads to less downtime. It leads to more organized, more clarity, which then people like that. People like to have a clear path they know that, hey, this is what I should be traveling. This is what I should be traveling to right? So I couldn't stress system, system, systems enough because it really does help make the clinic run really well, even if we're down a team member. And I think like team building, team building is huge. We literally build pyramids, but you know, having team building activities and things can really help bond people to be able to come together and work together as a team because that's what you have to have a small business and people have to be cross-trained i think this is another big lesson that i've learned as well is you've got to cross train admin to be manager manager to be admin pt to be admin admin to be kind of like a pt i mean clearly they're not going to treat the patients right we, we all know that but like can't my manager can instruct my pts on what to do with a patient just as well as my PTs can because she's just been hanging out with me for a very long time. So she knows like kind of how I respond to things. So just because someone doesn't have a PT degree doesn't mean that they don't know. I mean, my like I said, my manager's really been hanging out with me. So she knows. And then what's the communication system like? Can they do they have access to you to ask questions? Do they have access to each other to ask questions. Can we have a PT answer a phone? Yes we can. If an admin is gone, you know, is the PT able to answer the phone? Yes. So cross training is key, especially in a small business, because once you have one team member down, then the whole system can be thrown off. And then everyone can maybe go into panic mode. But if you have systems, then no one's in panic mode. So um, just FYI, something to think about as well, especially when you're hiring people to do certain tasks, just know that it's very everything goes, it really does. what else about an annual review so I'm like yeah so I'm looking at my employees I'm looking at I'm just looking at every single thing and I basically do this in June and December I do like a big audit I sit down and I'm like okay how can we make things better I ask my employees I say hey what would you like to see the change what would you like to see better what's working what's not we pretty much do that in every meeting anyways like hey let's see if we can try to take this off your plate type thing how can we make systems around this and be better so I'm always trying to take a load off of them as much as I possibly can so that they don't feel what I used to feel when I work for someone else. I mean, that's really the reality of why I started orthopelvic is to not have people feel like, oh, I got to go to work and that it's an actually like a good place to work. So yeah, guys, this is what I do for my, for my review. So hopefully that helped, but you guys have got to make sure you are doing a review at least every six months if not every three months maybe every quarter you plan on doing it and just notice what's happening in the business and then take that and then use it for marketing or use it for training or use it for it shows you basically hey these are the next steps you should be taking in your business so again a review of your business is super super important and make sure as well you have that vision board so when things get hard you look to the vision board and you keep refining the business because overall, that vision board will help guide you and lead you to the end result of what you want. All right, guys, it's been fun. If you are ready to change your life, click the link in the show notes to get your ticket to Pelby Biz. Let's go.